Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floors with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager at Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How we doing, Rob? Pretty good, buddy. How you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Buddy's a little formal. Uh, you know, you and I are, you know, somewhat close off, you know, out of work. But during work, referring to me as buddy is, well, frankly, if it was in the military, it'd be insubordination. Okay. So it's so sir it's, or Mr. Highlander? Uh, Mr. Wayne is fine, but just buddies a little bit. That's off limits. Okay. Okay. Not a big deal. You know, you're... Wow, that floor of the year has really changed you, huh? I knew it wouldn't take this long, but... You hear that music? I do. Yeah. Every time. Rob, I thought we'd talk about something that you have a ton of experience in. <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? Nope, not one bit. Our, our worst floors of all time, our nightmare floor. I don't, you must have a gallery to choose from. I can only- Why imagine. would you say that? I don't know, I just, I went first. And um, that's why. So, uh, yeah, worst floors of all time. Can you think of one that just really, just almost puts you out of the out of business, mentally, not not so much financially, or maybe? The funny part is about the worst job ever was it was the worst job ever, but it was the best money making job. So it was. As crazy as it sounds, it was the absolute worst job, but it was our best job, money-wise. And when I found out we were going to do this show, I called up Pete, because I was going through all sorts of different bowling alley jobs we had been on together and house, you know, all sorts of different, you know, we've worked everywhere, restaurants, bowling alleys, homes, commercial, right? And when I said that to Pete, because I was really racking my brain, you know, eh, we've had some nightmares, but but I really couldn't put my finger on one. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm talking to Pete, and I said, hey, we're doing a show on worst job ever. What do you think our worst job ever was? And it took him a second to answer it. One second. Okay. First word out of his mouth, Albany International. And I think that I had talked about this job a few times on the show over the past couple of years. I can't believe I just said that. We've been doing this for two years now. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, it's totally. All right. So I'll give you a little breakdown, a little background of what Albany International is. I think they're still in business, but they moved out of Albany down in North Carolina. And what Albany International did was they made actual conveyor belts for the wood pulp wood making industry the wood paper making industry yeah so they would pour this wet pulp onto these giant belts that albany international made and that's how they made paper and and all sorts of stuff so you know to break it down it was like a giant giant sewing machines that would sew this plastic type yarn together to make these belts that were 
30, 40 feet wide. Okay. And, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet long. So the actual factory was four floors, 100,000 foot on each floor. And it was 100,000 feet of top nailed four inch maple. Oh. And they use boat nails. This factory has been around, you know, since the early 1900s. So this was, you know, some old time stuff. Yeah. So all of this is, and do you know the boat nail? You know what that? Oh yeah. It's got the big head and it's got like a, like a pear shaped body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't say like my son. No. <laughs> Is that where you were heading? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just, it was just, it didn't matter. It, it was, was coming it, right out, wasn't it? It was, it didn't have to be you. It could have been anybody. Boy, it was there. Boy, you went floor of the year, lose a little I, weight. I'm sorry. It, it, it just, yeah. it was, come on, it was there. <laughs> Anyways, a boat nail is a heavy head. <laughs> yeah. Wide in the middle. Little at the foot and little at the neck. Okay? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's a boat nail. Yeah. And for some reason, they use these boat nails. God knows why. Okay. And there was four nails for every square foot of this four-inch. Oh, foot. man. Top nail. Yeah. So to start right off the bat, we used to have to go through and set every one of these nails. Uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't Doug Fur we were setting this in either. It was yeah. maple. Yeah. Okay. So. That's a nightmare. Yeah, it was a nightmare. They had a yeah. machine shop that actually was trying to invent something for us. Mm -hmm. They had a machine shop there that would all, you know, because they, they were making parts and everything for these giant sewing machines that they used. And they had, they would come up with like these, nail sets with a little aimer on it you know i mean it was you know, funny they were they were having a ball trying to figure out something that there, would help us out there's a tool for that now hooked up to a up to a compressor that will do that no kidding yes there's a tool for that now you're you're too bad the timing was off man by about 20 years but you you know not your fault we couldn't even use a hammer we had to use a like a three pound mallet oh my gosh and Oh, yeah, it was. So this is. The, but, you know, I thought to myself, why did the why did Pete come up with that so fast? And I didn't. Wow. You blocked it out. No, 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 no. Dramatic. No. He ran the edger. Oh, OK. Yeah. He yeah. ran the edger. OK. OK. Yep. And. Now, this is really hard to explain, but I'm going to explain it. And people, I, you got to believe what I'm saying. You've seen a steamroller, right? Yes. Okay. Just take your average steamroller that's on the highway. Now, take that roller off of the steamroller and put yeah. about four of those together. All right? Yeah. Fill them with hot oil. And heat these things up, because what it would do was, they would put that 
belt that they were sewing, they would make it go around that hot roller, okay? Wow. wow. To, to form yeah. the belt because it was like a big piece of plastic, okay? Yeah. Well, they never let, even though we were sanding the floors, they would never let the heat off of those things. Mm-hmm. So there was about a three-foot area between the roller and the floor. And they couldn't get a drum in there. So Peter would have to crawl under these things. Now, remember, it's four of these put together, okay? Think of a steamroller that's 50 feet wide. (laughs) Filled with hot oil. And every time he would stand up or move his back or whatever, he'd burn himself. He'd get burned. He smokes. I'm not exactly. <laughs> don't get much more miserable than that. I, you can't make this up, okay? Mm-hmm. You just can't make this stuff up. It, it was just insane. But the, I think the funniest part was, as soon as I asked Peter, it came out in one second. Oh, Albany International. Oh, oh, <laughs> and he probably still has the burn scars on his back. Uh- I was going to say, he's probably got burn marks all over his back still. Still, from those hot rollers. Yeah. To you the know point what? where we even said to the company, like, you know, do you, do you really think we need to sand under there? Yeah. You know, can't we just kind of yeah. go up to it? You know? Yeah. And they're like, no. Oh, no, no, no. He goes, uh, <laughs> that's not how Albany International does things. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Okay. I said, because, you know, we're we're getting killed under these rollers or, you know, my, my partner's well, getting killed under these rollers. Didn't want to hear. When we did that Tough Guy uh, podcast episode, I, I don't know why you didn't put Pete in there as one of the tough guys. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got the, the, the scar on the knee to show. Everybody's got the knuckles that are, you know, the calluses on there. But homeboy breaks off his shirt, shows all the all the welts on his back from the heat. He goes, hey, beat this. And he wins. Beat this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the only reason that he didn't really feel the burns on his back was because of how much we would beat our hands up trying to set these damn nails in the maple. Wow. I mean, the hand that we would hold, and we had these huge nail sets. You know what I mean? Big. What were you getting a square foot for that? We were getting two bucks a foot. Wow. So here's the deal. Yeah. Here's the deal. I know, uh, you know, think people are thinking now, geez, two bucks a foot. This was back in the 80s. Yeah. So two bucks was pretty good. Yeah. This company, Albany International, had put the word out to all the floor guys in the Albany area that um, this is the job, Okay. And here's how we're going to do this job. You come in on Friday, Friday night, and you're done Monday morning, three coats of water-based finish. Wow. We're going to give you anywhere from 2,000 to 4,000 feet a weekend. Okay. Okay. And I think, I think we were like the third or fourth company to give it a shot. Now, Pete and I, I'm not bragging, but... Being in the bowling business, we knew how to work nights. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. knew that there's just some days you just suck it up and you go yeah. 24, 48 hours 
You don't go home. The machines never stop. Okay. This is like one of those Alaskan uh, things with the dogs where the race, like it's a, the Iditarod race where you can, you know, three days of, of constant, you know, you're, you're built for this kind of work. We, yes. We, Peter and I work that, yeah. you know, and it's only just going back to the family business. You know, sometimes you just had to do what you had to do. Okay. Yeah. And um, so anyways, we get our, we get our test area. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember walking the job with a guy, you know, like on a Wednesday. And I'm looking at these top nails and I'm looking at this and that. And I'm thinking, what am I, you know, what am I walking into here? You know? Yeah. <clears throat> so I said to the guy, okay, great. Uh, how long does it take to get paid? Gee. And he looked at me and he started laughing. He goes, uh, you know, we've had three or four companies in here. You're the first guy to ask that question. <laughs> he goes, usually we can get you paid in 30 days. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, all right. And the other thing, it was two bucks a foot. They supplied the finish. So all I had to do was supply paper and labor and, you know, our equipment. And pizza but back. They, they, they supplied all the finish. Yeah. So we get our first go around. And we, you know, I think they gave us 3,000 feet. And we were done. Mm -hmm. and, and all this nightmare stuff that I'm talking about, we got it done. And it looked, wow. actually looked good because bowling alleys are maple, gym floors are maple. Yeah. You know, we know how to sand maple and make it look good. Yeah. And, uh, so we nailed it. I mean, come Monday morning, we're people wow. are starting to come in, start their first shift, and mm -hmm. and we're packing up the truck, you know? Nice. So the guy that I had walked the job with, like the superintendent of the building, he's he's walking the job. And he goes, Hey, uh, this looks really good. And you know, Peter and I are blurry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we are blur. I mean, we literally we got there Friday night and we left monday morning and never stopped wow you know i remember one time emptying my bag and just putting the bag on the floor and using it as a pillow and i took like a 20 minute nap you know wow and peter comes over he's like all right you ready let's go so i was like because <laughs> as much as i think i can work peter can outwork me wow okay he's not human yeah <clears throat> so here we got oh here's the other thing you know, it never dawned on us either. Here's what rockheads we were. It never dawned on us to maybe get a couple more machines, maybe a couple more guys, you know, yeah. maybe bring another company in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nope, not Pete and I. No. One one man, one drum, one man, one edger. Wow. And it was a little eight inch drum. It was just a little eight inch American Lincoln, right? Standard eight, slot That's paper. And like I said, they give us anywhere from two to four thousand feet of the clip. But at two bucks a foot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well for three days for three days work. And and you're not having to split it with one more guy. So I see the I see the, the <laughs> brilliance between you guys uh figuring that one out. There were sometimes I'd be sitting there with that little eight inch machine going, I I don't think that I've moved. I know yeah. I'm moving, but I don't feel like I'm moving, you know? Wow. 
Damn, that's a brutal job, man. Well, the best the best part was, and like I said, it was our worst, but it ended up being our, our best. I mean, we used to love to get the call. Um, so I'm figuring, okay, we got done. They love it. 30 days, you know, 30 days, we're going to get five grand. And really, the only layout we had was paper, you know? So yeah, yeah. not bad three days work for two guys, mm-hmm. you know? Back in the 80s. Back in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. After I did three or four Albany Internationals, I bought a Suburban. I was going to say, that's a lot of parachute pants back <laughs> then. <laughs> so anyways, I get a call Wednesday. Wednesday, the guy calls me and he says, uh, hey, uh, you know, this is so-and-so from Albany International. Uh, do you want me to mail your check or do you want to come pick it up? And I said, uh, you said 30 days. And, and yeah. then I'm thinking, why did I just say that? <laughs> yeah. So then the, I said, you said 30 days. And then the next word out of my mouth was, I'm on my way. Uh, I'm yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's only about 20 minutes from my house. That's the thing when when somebody owes you money, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you say, you know what, I'm 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 right down the road. I'll come by. <laughs> Jesus, I'm Dunkin' Donuts right across yeah. the street from you. Yeah. yeah. Your wife could right be in there. delivery, but no. Uh yeah, <laughs> you, you do have that check that's been, yeah. I'm I'm right actually, you know what? I'm right down the road. I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Hmm. So I get there, pick up the check, and um so as the guys give me the check, I, you know, kind of made a joke. I go, 30 days, huh? And he goes, hey, he goes, I know you guys busted your ass, did a great job. He said, so what I did was I took your check and I went around to the four different offices mm-hmm. in the building that need to, you know, needs to go through. Got signatures for everybody. And I said, you know, these guys took care of us, so I want to take care of them. Yeah. And man, we had that contract for... Actually, we had that contract for till the company finally moved out. And maybe six times a year, they would throw anywhere from two to four thousand feet at us. And we just, uh, you know, that was the deal. Start Friday, start Friday, out Monday. Damn. And uh, so when we specify, when we said the worst job, we didn't actually specify flooring job. So Mine might have been the last 25 minutes of, <laughs> of listening to that goddamn that, that listening to that story. And now I've got like three minutes left in the episode to talk about my worst story. I, I was going to say that uh, we were supposed to get paid on Friday one time, and we didn't get the check until the following Monday. Uh, my nobody got burned. Nobody got burned. Nobody got hurt. Nobody. Nobody uh, got hurt. Nobody. No. No. Nobody lost sleep. Yes. So I don't know how much time we have in this podcast for my worst story. My worst. <laughs> All right. So, so, Wayne, that is my worst floor story. Actually, it was worst and best paid, but absolute worst. And go. The, the What's fact yours? That, okay. The, okay. So, um, this is early on in my career. And keep in mind, my mother in law, was I married then? I was, um, I was married, just married though. I mean, I hadn't been married very long. So it was early on in my career. And my mother-in-law already figured I was a loser. 
So I, I, I had that additional pressure. And I, is she alive? So, is she alive? Uh, she's alive still. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay. You're uh, calling her a loser. Oh yeah. No, no. Uh, she she felt that I was a loser. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. thought you were a loser. Yes. Okay. Yes. Of course. Yeah. I thought you said she was a loser. Oh no, no, no! How dare you? <laughs> um. So there was an additional pressure to to um, to live up to my mother-in-law's standards, as well as my father-in-law, who you know, I, you know, Judy married down, right? I mean, she's very, you know, twice as smart as I am, and you know, very her 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 trajectory was very bright, you know. Well, I and, remember the uh, first time you introduced me to Judy, and I thought he's kidding. This isn't his wife. Yeah, yeah. Some congresswoman from San Diego or something. Yes. So. Um, so I, um, I bid this job one time and, uh, it's an older guy and I came in there and I'm, I'm measuring up the, the floors and everything. And I, and I give the guy a price and he sits down and he's a very distinguished looking guy. And he goes, Oh my gosh, I can't pay that money. I'm sorry. I wasted your time. My wife, no, I, I was in surgery for, for the, you know, and they didn't think I was going to make it. Um, and I did, but when I had come out of surgery, I had learned that my wife passed away. Something, ah, oh, man, Oof. homeboy's wife passed away. I mean, that's awful. And um, he said, then I, I came home only to find out that our German Shepherd had passed. I'm like, ah, oh, the man's German Shepherd had passed. <laughs> I'm thinking, the poor soul. And he said, I, I, it's not your fault, son. He said, I just, I didn't know it was going to be that expensive, so I just can't afford it. So now, I, now I'm, I'm thinking, no, oh, the port. Now, mind you, if I had any brains at the time, I'd be looking around going, all right, this is in 19, early 1980s. The house is probably worth $500,000, $600,000 at that point back then. But I thought, oh, man, the poor guy. He goes, son, um, I don't have a lot of money, but could, could you, maybe we could barter something because my wife's no longer alive in, you know, in this world. And uh, some of these things I don't need. We have this beautiful antique table here that, you know, should be worth a lot of money. Now, my mother-in-law was into antiques. Okay. So I thought, huh, now this, I can, I can bring her an antique table right now. This is down her alley. She's going to love me. And this is now I finally can get in her good graces. I'm bringing her an antique table. I know nothing about antiques or tables at this point in my life. And um, he said, um, how about, I, you know, like $1,800 for the table? You know, we take that off, the, off, the, off of the bill. I mean, all right, I can do that. I'll take, I'll take off $1,800 for this table. So um, I get the job. And um, I show up. This guy was, couldn't have been, not have been nicer. Um, I show up to do the job. Uh, you know, several days later when we scheduled the job, I think I was, you know, I was told I'd be there at eight o'clock in the morning. I got uh, about eight Oh seven. I go to knock on the door and the door was already ajar. Right. I knock on the door. He opens the door. He goes, you're late. Huh? <laughs> okay. I apologize. It's, you know, traffic, you know, as it you was know, a word, whatever. And then, Oh, also he told me he was, he, at one time in his life, he was studying to be a priest. Right. That was, you know, now he works for a bank, but that he was going to study to be a priest, you know, very, very upstanding guy. And um, the whole time, Rob, that I did that job 
he pulled up a chair and was never more than four feet away from me. Oh, I'm a young kid doing this job. He never, never left my side. Blue tape everywhere before he, he was even, you know, like, you know, it's 516 top nail floor. You know, you, you, you're going to, the filler's going to rattle out, right? It's part of the process. You're going you're gonna to go through and putty it and what have you. Never left my side. Lunchtime, talked to me the whole time during lunch. All three days was miserable working for this guy, right? And, and of all the poor mouthing he did, he started telling me that he owns three homes in the Bay Area, uh, aside from this one. In fact, when he paid me, it was like he wrote like hashtag on the bottom memo, like hashtag house three when he paid me. <laughs> and this was before hashtags were a thing. It was, you know what I mean? It was like the, 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 back then it was just a, a, a simple sign. Um, number you know, three, right. House yeah. number three. Yeah. Before all of a sudden hashtags became a thing. So, um, and then he told, proceeded to tell me that, gosh, you do really, you really do good work. And I, I want to tell you that we've had work and done in our own other homes, but man, this is really, you did a fantastic job. You need to learn how to bid jobs uh, a little better. You know, he goes, if you think about the time and labor that you spent on this job, now he's educating me on how bad, not only did he, did he screw me or I let myself get screwed. Now he's explaining to me how it happened. You know what I mean? This is like the con man, you know, explaining how he fleeced the, 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 the people in his life. And so he went over in detail, the amount of hours I spent on the job and here's what you should, blah, 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 the whole nine yards. But at least I got this table, okay? I got this antique table that I, de I delicately moved everything out of the van. I had to come up, make a special trip, get me out of the van, put the carpet pads down, blah, 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 bring it, tie it down and bring this. You know how when your cat kills a bird and bring it in the house? You know, like, here's what I hear. I brought you, I brought you this cat. This or is the, for you. The, yeah, the, the cat kills, this a, is for a, you. Kill, right. kills a little rabbit, brings it in the house, drops it there. This is, you. This is what I did to my mother-in-law, all right? I, I, I pull up back to her, to her or, you know, four, three or four miserable days of my life. I didn't make any, but I, at least I got this. I bring it back to her. I, I, I delicately have my, my brother and I, you know, bring it out of the van to give it one wipe, real, you know, real quick. And, and, and go, here's your table. She looked at it. She goes, she's Irish. That's no bloody antique. That's a dime store piece of junk. It's made in China. And poof goes the silver lining. Oh, all bad, man. I mean, she, as, as ruthless as that guy was, she was worse. How could you fall for a piece of junk like, how, oh, Jesus, look at the money. Uh, you, $1,800, you got to be kidding me. That's a $400 table anywhere. And oh. just, uh, but you know what, man, There's, uh, you, the, it was a learning experience. I was a young kid. I was, um, you know, it's something I had never, never forgot. So, you know, you got to get something out of everything. I think that, the toughest part of this story is the guy who fleeces you. And explains explaining to me. Explaining in detail. How, how he got How me. he fleeced you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you're standing there. Yeah. Were you late 20s? Oh, no, no. I was mid 20s. Oh, early 20s, probably. Probably twenty three. Oh 24. yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is like getting, this yeah. is like getting a spanking when you were Absolutely. a kid. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. A verbal yeah. 
Oh yes. my God, you must have wanted to kill this guy. No, I was too mad at myself. I was so mad at myself. I mean, you know, that was, uh, that's an education, man. But did the guy's wife really die? I never, you know what? That's a great question. Uh, now that I look back, hell, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I don't even know if the dog died. If he even had a dog. It, it was a great setup. Yes. I mean, if it was, if it was all part of the ruse. Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's what, what sold, what sold the con is when he goes, when he sat down, looked at the floor, looked back at me and said, I had no idea it was this expensive son. It's not your fault. I mean, you know what I mean? I was like, well, we're on the same page here. You know what I mean? He got me. He got me. He got me. And uh, lesson wow. learned, man. Yep. Was it, I think it was a dead wife. You're probably a sucker for that one. Uh, probably the dog more than the wife. I'm a big dog guy. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse, man. Could have been a whole lot worse. We take these, we take these, uh, these things and, and, uh, in our careers and, uh, the good with the bad and, um, and it makes us what we are. Right. I mean, you know, and, and here's the thing, man, um, when you go to these jobs and you bid these jobs and you do this work for the homeowners and they, they say, oh, why is it four bucks a foot or why is it cost this, whatever, all this, it's, it's not you there in that moment. It's the 20 some odd years that you put into this. It's all the knowledge that you have, what you bring to this trade, all the ups and downs, all these different things, all the knowledge you've got along the way that you bring to a job site that um, that they can't, you know, that doesn't show up in that number. So that's why you never, never, never worry about your price, man. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I never feel guilty about putting a price out there to make a living. Uh, this is years awesome. ago. Years ago, Pete and I did work for uh, my dentist. And was, I remember, was he a, a pear shaped man? Uh, <laughs> just out of curiosity. Oh, no, he was a stud. Oh. So we had done work for him, or he asked us to come over. And so I gave him, a, did the estimate, gave him the price. And he looks at me and he said, uh, geez, you know, can you do it for this? Or, and, you know, all kidding aside, I said to him, I didn't barter any root canal with you, you know, I just kind of paid the price. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, and it was I was younger too. You know, I mean, yeah. probably mid mid early twenties, just striking out on my own a little bit. Yep. And not knowing how to handle these situations, you know. So I just made kind of a joke. Well, you know, I didn't barter for that. Uh, yeah. And then he lays on me, goes, "Well, you know, I went to school for eight years to learn how to be a dentist. Means nothing." And that's when I went, "Oh." All right, so we're going to play that game. Yeah. Okay. Well, I said, well, I've been doing this for 16 years. Okay, I've been yeah. going to school for this for 16 years. So, yeah. So that kind of ended the pissing contest between the two of us. But I, I took this. You need that. What you just said, you really need to explain that to people when they start to get into uh, wanting to lower the price or what can we do? And would you I, like to take this table? Yes. You look like a schmuck. How about yeah, this table? What, yeah. What do you, yeah. Yeah. All right. I got this from an English on Facebook. This was from an English uh, person on, on Facebook. So this isn't my, my deal here, but I, I copied this because it talked about what you, when you, when you pay for a job, especially a hand handcrafted job, like we do, 
uh, you pay not only for the material used, but also, I'm just gonna go down the list, right? You pay for the knowledge, the experience, the, the study, and the tools, the reputation, the contacts, the quality trade materials, the punctuality, the accountability, the professionalism, the accuracy, the guarantee, the problem solving, the sacrifices, the safety and security, the marketing, the payment of taxing the obligations for taxes and what have you. I mean, um, so, you know, when people say, well, it sounds expensive, run down the list of things that we are actually giving that client. I, I, I was this guy in, I mean, I told you I was in San Diego and I was up in uh, Orange County uh, towards LA and there's a guy there. And I thought to myself, this guy had been in business over 40 years. In this, you know, huge metropolis that is Southern California with, you know, fly-by-nights come in all the time, you know, I mean, you know, all the time you see companies come and go and lose and make mistakes and they're out of business. This guy's been in business for over 40 years. What in the world do you put on that price tag? That guy is going to be there through thick and thin. You know what I mean? He has got a reputation that he's been around for a long time and you can see all the, all the, uh, you know, the testimonials on the walls like that i mean you know what i mean that that comes with the price tag i'm sorry you're paying for that reputation as you should because that person is going to be there whether it's 40 years or 20 years or 10 years or what have you so always always you know make sure that uh you don't feel a bit guilty for uh for charging for your labor and services hard job man hard job that a lot of people can't do so okay let's end on and, that and so many times too when people are hey can you you know can you not can we do it for 500 less or can we do well, that's when you got to pull out the stops that we try to teach people at the school. Well, yeah, I, you know, I could, but uh, I'm using Green Guard certified products. I'm using Traffic HD. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm using, you know, R850. You know, I'm using quality products here. I'm not just using junk. I'm using stuff that yeah. is going to last a lifetime for you. These yeah. are when you got to speak up and not, you know, not cave in on that 500 bucks just because, you know, they think you need the job. No, no question. And like we've said in earlier podcasts, if you don't know what your costs are, you don't know what your layout is and all like that, you really don't know what that maybe that $500 really breaks down to. You know what I mean? Uh, so by not knowing your costs and stuff like that, as uh, we as we talked about earlier, uh, that 500 bucks may represent a whole lot more than you think it does. So, all right. Good stuff, Rob. Appreciate it, man. And I appreciate you. Are you sure? Because <laughs> I know you. I know you're not crazy about me doing all the talking in the beginning of the show. I, I, uh, it was just weird for that me. Hurt. I apologize. It got weird there. Right? Yeah, it was my fault. I put that on me. But um, there you go. All right. Worst floors. Um, Worst floors. Yep. That has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. <laughs>